0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: It's Browns Chiefs preseason. The final one is here. So many things to see in this game. The starters are going to get a little bit of run on both sides between the Browns and Chiefs. We will talk all about that, what we're expecting to see, the players at the end of these rosters, particularly some key focal positions, defensive tackle, linebacker safety, perhaps even wide receiver, guys fighting for jobs. We will tell you who we're focusing on in this game, along with all the usual stuff around the weather, the coverage, the betting lines. It's your game day podcast for your Cleveland Browns, As they travel to face the Chiefs to wrap up the 2023 preseason. All of that and more as I'm joined by Brad Ward on the latest OBR film breakdown. what's up everyone welcome into your game day edition podcast brad ward myself should be a really fun close to the preseason browns travel to kansas city they're spending time as we're recording this traveling to kansas city right now i'm joined by brad ward what's up brad
2: how are we not much jake i'm very good uh excited for the season to be here this training camp feels like uh it has lagged on and on and on which it it really has been a long one and uh you know right at this point you know let's get through this game and i'm ready i'm ready for some meaningful football it's a good test Brad because Kansas City is
1: certainly competent yeah. right like they are uh, putting up some some points some totals and and really progressing well as a organization uh, as they always do at this point but like they're they're like their backups and threes and twos are are playing good football and it's a great challenge right before the season starts it sounds like We know the Browns are going to give their starters 10, 20 snaps, depending on, I would imagine for the offense, if they go out and put together a long drive or even a quick score, there's a possibility due to the heat and stuff that's there, they could be done quickly, probably looking at two drives. And I think they should, considering they've only had one drive the entire preseason. I think two is a sort of smart way to go about it. Uh, It also sounds like the Chiefs, Andy Reid said earlier this week, that they expect their starters to get some time. He said he's kind of unsure what the duration of that time will be. Mahomes and company have been out there a little bit. Their first team defense has been out there. They tend to play their guys in the preseason a little more than other teams do. So that's not abnormal uh, for them. But uh, again, it kind of sounds like both teams will have the guys out there. And that's, that's a good thing, Brad. I don't think there's a better final preseason game opponent than the Chiefs. Would you agree with that?
2: No, absolutely. It's, it's perfect. It's great. It's a great test for the defense, especially, right? Um, and uh, interesting that they got the Eagles and Chiefs back-to-back here, but uh, the Super Bowl runner-up and Super Bowl champion at the end of the preseason. But, um, yeah, I think the Chiefs are a great test. It, I mean, I don't think you can have any better one. It's good. They'll go to Arrowhead. You know, I know they were pumping the, uh, the um, sound crowd noise into the— uh, they were inside. So I went to camp twice this week. Uh, Jake and both days were rained out and sent inside. So I'm un- un- unlucky there. But uh, they were pumping the crowd noise inside um, all week, I guess, to get ready for, I'm sure, week one, but uh, also this weekend.
1: Yeah, it gets loud there. They're, they're giving them guys a never a bad idea to practice some of those Some of those moments, at least in my opinion, uh, getting ready for crowd noise, which is always, always tricky. Um, Let's let's hit on some of the things we always do. And again, these will get better. I promise these will get better as we get into the regular season and it actually matters. But I'll rapid fire these to you, Brad. We'll just kind of rapid fire preseason game moments. So who is um, who's on the call for this one and where can it be found?
2: yep uh it's uh available where it has been so uh that's abc channel 5 here in northeast well in northeast ohio wews uh 1 p.m kickoff so that's your local coverage abc and then uh uh, chris rose joe thomas adidi kikawala on the call that's been the same all preseason. uh i think jake that joe thomas would be a great color guy uh for some somebody uh, yeah he's Fox, really good at it he could CBS. do
1: yeah i completely agree i think he could do the mainstream yeah places i, I really do so uh, i think he does go after i don't know if you notice it but he kind of picks on chris rose a little bit uh i think he chris gets a little worn down at times by it uh mm-hmm. i i get a kind of chuckle out of that but yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Joe is entertaining as they get. We saw his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, he would be good. It's a good crew that does these games for them. So excited yeah. to get them one more time. I do wish it was not a monopoly run by the three major networks. Um, and you got an actual chance to, uh, you know, have these guys during the regular season, but we don't nonetheless. But yeah, good, good point. And good crew. It's going to be hot there, right? What's the weather looking like?
2: so weather's weird right so it's super hot today like excessively hot like danger don't go outside it's 106 like before humidity outside right now you know at, the, at its highest today so uh there's an excessive heat warning however it is going to thunderstorm scattered thunderstorms in the morning which will cool it down to like 82 at kickoff uh but the humidity is going to be up around 74 percent It's going to feel like it's in the 90s. It's going to be hot. You know what I mean? Um, So and uh, it'll be partly cloudy and it looks like the rain will, you know, knock on knock on wood. Uh, You know, we haven't been great with this, but uh, the it looks like the rain will be in the morning and we'll miss the game. So, uh, yeah, should be should be hot and uh, clear for the game.
1: All right. Fingers crossed. If you live in Northeast Ohio, most of you listen to this. Do you need a break from not that? Obviously, this game's in Kansas City, but you just need a break from the weather in general. I hope Good you guys part. are staying safe. There has been some nasty stuff going on up there. So, um, you know, our thoughts are with those who are struggling.
2: A mile per hour winds yeah. last night, Jake. 80 mile per hour winds. Not
1: safe. Last not night. safe. So I know that some neighborhoods were hit pretty hard by it. And, uh, you know, directly our, our own Barry McBride, his, his neighborhood was hit. Hit pretty hard so like i said hope you guys are, are staying safe let's move on to the gambling lines for this one um it looks like the chiefs will be favored what's the number going to be collectively do you have that one in front of you
2: so the browns are favorites again so they've been favorites off preseason which is interesting right browns are favorite uh, on the road that's fascinating yeah maybe, so maybe tied are- to the
1: browns more confirming the starters are going to play early or something
2: yeah, I guess. I don't know. But it was uh, two two days ago I watched a show and they were laying two. And then I think this is probably due to the DTR news. Like, you know, initially maybe the Browns plan to play all their quarterbacks in the second half or maybe not. I don't know. But uh, it seems like a confirmation that DTR is going to play more or be the Browns two, has moved the line to three and a half, where Mm. the Browns are now laying three and a half in Kansas City. So uh, road favorites here. Um, And oddly, you know, to your point, they've been favored um, by like three points in almost every game this preseason. So, uh, oh, except for last week. I I take that back. Last week they were three-point dogs. Uh, which they did cover in the tie, so uh, it the over under is forty one and a half. Jake uh, on the point total.
1: I like the point total, and I like, I like the, uh, I like the. I think I like the Chiefs to cover that number. They just have their backups have been playing really well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel pre- pretty safe saying that, that the Chiefs will cover that number. Not the Browns will win, but yeah, I think the the Chiefs will cover it. So there so is we... my little gambling nugget. What do you think?
2: um i i actually think uh that the browns will win on the scoreboard i'm hoping they give dtr the whole second half maybe they'll give mon some snaps but if they do that has been a uh they've seemed to win the games when he plays most of the second half so um i'm going to lean towards him the better backup quarterback uh winning this game 77 percent of the money is on the chiefs
1: though it makes sense. It makes sense. Home environment for them too. I think there's yeah. a chance the Chiefs play starters a little longer than we think they will as well. Um Okay. Yeah, yeah let's um anything else that, that we missed before we jump to the the uh the the, the moments I guess the players are watching. I, I can't think of
2: anything, Brad. No, I mean uh we gotta get rid of so many preseason games. This is crazy. We gotta do something. The NFL's gotta do something. They need like one preseason game. My opinion,
1: they're pretty annoying. I think it's going too long, and now they're letting the rosters like the preseason is so drawn out without actual definitive answers. I I think they could do that one; they could trim it down to two games. And plus, we do we do have to keep in mind the Browns got an extra game there as well, so that plays into it a little bit too. Yeah, I I agree. I think it feels it feels like one game too many in the preseason. We're not learning anything. It's not you guys are getting better. You're just looking at the end of your roster, but you have so much time in camp to make those choices. So I don't know.
2: And it's a big-time ripoff for the fans, uh, especially season ticket holders, right? You have to pay uh, the same price they would just to, you know, watch backups. Uh, I think it's not long before they move to the 20 weeks, moves to 18, regular season, two, preseason. Well, why 17, right? Yeah. It makes no sense. So go to 18 and two.
1: Yeah. yeah, keep keep crushing the players, whatever. You know, at this point, what's the matter anymore? So. <laughs> we uh we will we'll take a break the 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 football gods of the nfl who want their money that's probably a fact of where it's going uh we'll take a break come back and then we're going to talk about players that this game really means something to so we'll return
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
1: You ever been up against buying tickets last minute? Can't figure out how to get it done. The OBR group recently tried to go to the Browns preseason. We were up against the clock trying to figure out if we could get tickets hooked up, if we needed to buy them, we had to end up buying them, went to the game time app, and let me tell you, this is the best place to find tickets. It should never be stressful. They pride themselves on making it as seamless as possible. Killer deals on last-minute tickets, the best price guarantee you can stop stressing over tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. If you're starting to poke around about getting tickets for Browns-Bengals Week 1, this is the place you need to go Game time has everything you need. You don't have to plan months in advance, but if you do, they have deals on tickets now, all the way up until the day. You get images from the seats you'll be sitting in to know what you're looking at, what the view will be, get that low price guarantee. And then, talking again, those exclusive flash deals on tickets are what makes the app so great. And the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. They'll credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You get those images from your seats. You get tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. They're sent directly to your phone. You never have to dig through your email. So here's what you need to do. Download the GameTime app. Create an account. Use the promo code, quite simply, OBR for 20% off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code OBR for $20 off. If you want to use the URL, it's gametime.co. Okay, but the app is where it's at. It's a perfect app. Download the Game Time app today. Promo code OBR, twenty dollars off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, from a coaching standpoint, I think Bubba Ventrone is hoping for more successful special teams in this one. They've been pretty rough across the board, uh, and th- that happens, right? Your twos or threes, or your guy, your twos are your guys who are typically your special teams players your ones still play a key role in it in some form of fashion. So that uh, you're just really pushing your depth there. So I'm not stunned by it, but they've been, I think a little more rough around the edges than even I hoped, Brad, considering that the opponent sure. hasn't been. So we're going to hit on key players. I just would like the special teams in general to be better. As I guess what I'm saying, um, the key players starts with Cade York though. It's it's, I know that's when you wanted to hit on and, He's he's got to be good. Let, let's put it this way: is there a, is there a performance here where Cade comes out of it not on the roster? Does he have to go zero for four? Like what what does that look like? And I'm not asking you. We've been pretty vocal, um, and I think most people have about a desire for competition that never arrived. Like I guess I'm getting at what performance does he have to throw out there to be done? Like that that's the question, or is there one?
2: i don't know I, I i don't think there is to be honest well here's the thing like he can go out there and go six for six jake and i'm still not going to feel good about him week one okay. Um, and you know just because there's the the seed is planted right the seed of doubt has been planted mm-hmm. um and uh sure he you know we've heard all week and yesterday 6 for 6 practice i don't care about practice right like i don't care about that i you know it, i hate talking kickers but he he has to i don't know he would have to go over i think and i don't even know if that would do it um to your point that i thought you made on our post game show they're not if a change is ever made, they're not going to do it publicly. They're going to, you know, so going to get up there and lie and say, he supports Kate York through and through. And then suddenly there's just going to be a new name on the roster. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I, I think that, I think that that's how they will go about it. um, If there is a change needed to be made, do you, I mean, where are you at with this? Do you feel like they should make a change? If say he goes two for four, in this game and misses another two between 40 and and 50 yards which is like the most critical you know what i mean yeah. area uh are you ready to move on well I've, I've been ready to have the conversation i don't know that
1: i'm quite ready yeah. to just say i'm done but i'm ready to have the conversation i'm sure they are i mean i think it would take a really bad performance it would take You know missing a kick in the 30 to 39 range it would it would take a shank in there too he would probably need to go like one for four and miss a pat yeah he would need to be really bad i think they're they're ready to give him a chance in the regular season Uh, i just don't i think again it would it would have to be a pretty pretty ugly performance which again i'm not putting anything past Kate. he's he's proven that that these moments can just sort of overwhelm him so i the odds are low It would take like i said it would take some Uncomfortable things like again a thirty to thirty nine kick missed, a couple PATs missed, which are in that same distance range, and then and then maybe like again like last year we saw a shank, you know, just completely miss striking a football that that sends it wide left or whatever. So uh, again, to me, I think he's around. He probably will miss another kick tomorrow in some way and make us all uncomfortable, or maybe he hell maybe he goes out there and has a great day. I don't know, but it feels like he's going to be around to start the season. But I do know. I can't say with certainty here, but they're shot. They're they're keeping their eye on kickers. They know this. It's sitting there. It's looming. Mm-hmm. To your point, Brad, he's not going to get up there and publicly bash him. I don't ever see that happening. But I do think there is um, a situation where they know they're going to have to replace him and they'll be ready for it. And and it will come early in the season is my best guess. So he can force the hand. He could be really bad tonight. And and it's you know, when you when you watch the game and uh, it's a one o'clock kick. I shouldn't say tonight. Um, you know, he could be really bad and force their hand, but it feels like they're ready to go into week one with him and then sort of be reactionary off of whatever happens in week one. So that's where I sit. I hate that.
2: I get it, but I hate it. Like I,
1: it's uncomfortable. It's just, it's just uncomfortable. And I can't tell you the last time I felt comfortable. Maybe Cody Parky had a couple minutes where I started to feel comfortable with him, <laughs> it's but a good point. like between like, yeah, McLaughlin, like between, you know um they had chase they had greg joseph and some of these guys are finding jobs still in the league like greg joseph is successfully oh. kicking for minnesota but you know i zane never gave me a great belief for a while there and then yeah. um the name of the kid who they drafted from oklahoma cyber i never got quite comfortable with cyber either so like i can't tell you i just really couldn't tell you the last time i felt pretty good about a browns kicker and we're not in the midst of that right now but you know like I said it's not our decision to make it's their decision to make they live with the consequences of failing to to be ready to make that choice so that is uh it's uncomfortable but that's what it is man we can't we can't change that and and I think that they're 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 again trying to give confidence and give a chance for a player to grow at a position that has never been built or wired that way That's the tricky part here that I feel like they're trying to navigate because they have given up on some guys. I'm sure they see the examples. You know, they 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 know that Kevin knows his example from Minnesota. They also see guys Joseph and some others kicking across the NFL, where it's like we just maybe need to settle in and ride this out. But riding it out can lead to losing two or three games that matter so so much for your for your season's overall success.
2: Yeah, and sometimes those changes come with a a clean slate in a new atmosphere and a new staff, yeah. it, it, not, it doesn't necessarily always come, you know, I, I don't think riding it out is necessarily the answer. Like, oh, suddenly he's going to fix himself. I think a lot of these guys get right when they get in a new place and they feel like they have a clean slate with the fan base and coaches and et cetera. So maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Just a thought.
1: I don't either. It, it's going to be. The, the pressure's on. Put it that way. We'll leave it yep. at that. Pressure's on. Uh, other guys we think that matter here. I'll go first. Uh, I'll say Mah- Mahmoud Diabate has quite a bit on the line. If he plays really, really well, he's going to force their decision to keep him. I think I'm keeping him as is, but I do think if they were to move on from him, it'd have to be a bad performance in this game. He'd have to play poorly, and then they can maybe try to practice, squat him or something. But I feel like he's on the roster. He still needs to play really well. Uh, Kanasic sounds like he'll get some snaps. The guy that I currently think should be on the outside looking in. Some Mm -hmm. people question Tony fields. I'm not there. I prefer to have Tony fields around. Uh, we'll see Brad, but, uh, there's some linebacker stuff that could be moved one way
2: or the other. Do you have a different one than, uh, Diabate? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go uh, Ronnie Hickman, right? Uh, a lot of interceptions uh, here in three in the past few games. Uh, the concussion took him out of last game, which is unfortunate, but he'll be back for this one. Uh, the, it's just hard to see. Like, I feel like letting him get away would be a mistake jake because he appears to be a guy that could be you know or a replacement level player for them in the future at safety uh you know and has good ball skills and has played pretty well at times Uh, you know d'anthony bell also though is you know i mean he played 16 games on special teams for him last year so i mean they trust him they they value him so I don't I think it's a difficult task for him to beat out Bell. I don't do you think there's any world where they keep five safeties? Probably not, I doubt it. I
1: I doubt it, but you know, they like if you listen to Bubba Ventrone and the and in the most recent in-house podcast, they really liked Anthony Bell from a special teams perspective. So it's not impossible to see them get creative to try to save that situation. Yeah. So Let's just say it's possible, but Hickman needs to play really well. He does. Um, you know, he had the interception last week, and that was nice, right? It's good for him and his um, his growth and, and, and what they need from him. But he was not really good around that interception. Yeah, You know, you want to make big plays, and that's great. And he went down and caught a ball low. But he also left the game early, and he didn't have a great uh, collective game before that. So he needs to play well. I think that's very fair, Hickman is uh, teetering a little bit there. We also talked about Austin Watkins and you had made a good point. Like what else can this kid do? Uh, and, and I think that really the question of what else can he do is just, Hey, be really good again, make them force the you know, force them to keep you. Like if you go out and have another hundred yard performance, you know, my goodness, man, like how do you let that go? How do you let it go? He's made his case. His practice tape is everything. He's, he's done enough. Everything. I'm, I'm totally in line, but you know you just have to you just have to keep doing it right you just have to keep doing it and and uh, he'll get it sounds like the connection with you know the connection with his quarterback D- DTR has been good they like each other he spoke highly of him to the OBR when he did an interview with us so i am of the belief that it's uh, everything's in the right place for him to have a nice game and then have a chance to make the end of this roster so um all eyes will be on him when he gets a chance it'll be interesting to see how early that chance arrives
2: yeah, um, I get this feeling about Watkins, Jake. It's like, man, he's been so good, but I'm not convinced the Browns are, are going to keep him, right? Like, I just don't know how it's going to play out. Like, he totally has earned it, but I just feel like they prioritize Grant in a different way than I do, I just Grant in a different way than I do. Um,
1: Same for me. I've, I've been vocal about just yeah. being good on that player, but
2: if they want and, it, I get it. You know, this week, just there's some some people, you know, reporting that, you know, he was solely taking uh, kick return, punt returns on Thursday or Wednesday or whatever. And Wednesday, I think it was. And then uh, getting first team reps with the offense, which to me is an indicator that, you know, maybe they want to try to keep him. And, you know, I think we both feel the same way about him as a player, that I I don't think you need it. I think you need a guy that can do both or a guy or a receiver, or you have enough guys on the roster that can do both. And there's too much talent at receiver to pass up on that for uh, a kick return specialist. So, um, but you know, I, Watkins can't do much more in my eyes. I mean, he's been good in practice to to your point. He's been good in preseason. He's been amazing in preseason Uh, as Andrew pointed out. I mean, he, Victor Cruz with one of the most famous preseasons ever. I mean, Watkins, numbers are right there for the full preseason. So, uh, you know, I think he goes out and puts up another really good game. He looks like an NFL wide receiver to me, Jake.
1: He does to me as well. He'll find somewhere. I think he gets a chance eventually in this league. I am. uh, I'm interested to see how it shakes out for him because I I do. I do think he can play if they do keep Jakeem Grant. He's pretty good at the kick return stuff and punt return stuff. So it's not like they're keeping nothing. Right. You know, he can handle that and take the burden off some people. There's no doubt about that. So, um, you know, we'll see how much they covet that sort of thing when the time comes, but it's, it's a situation where I feel like they don't need it, but I understand why they would feel like maybe they do need it. So a little bit of everything going on there uh, from, from like that decision-making is going to be, uh, pretty peculiar to me. Uh, and yeah. It's going to tell a story uh, for sure. Is there any other player you think stands out?
2: Yeah, actually, I was just thinking, you know, if you go to running back three, you know, Felton's had a really good preseason, in my opinion, but can't pass protect, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Kelly has been good, but they've never really... I don't think viewed him as a potential guy like at the next level up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they tried out another running back this week, which tells you how they feel about that situation a little bit, in my opinion. So I think it's a big day for Jordan Wilkins. Um, In my opinion, I think he's the guy they keep. I'll have my my 53 prediction out on Saturday, but uh, I think Wilkins is the guy they keep as running back three for the moment, unless it's somebody not on the roster, right? So I think he can make them feel better about that with a good performance. I mean, this guy was a solid backup for three years in Indy. Um, I know he was getting some first-team reps with Kelly this week Mm -hmm. at practice. So I think it's a big game for all all of those guys. It's a big game for uh, Kelly, Felton, and... Wilkins. And I feel bad. I wish there was a way to keep Felton around because I think he's looked better um, than we've ever seen him. But yeah, uh, I I I mean,
1: again, could be a practice squad guy. Some of these guys who have been fringe end of the roster types can now be practice squad types that we haven't seen before. Right. So keep that in mind.
2: Felton would be in his last year of eligibility for that. Right. So Mm -hmm. he's in the last year of his contract. So yeah, you could keep him around there. Have to make a decision on him next year, um, Kelly. I don't know where he stands in years,
1: but uh, yeah, I'm not totally sure there either. It feels like Kelly. I would prefer Felton to Kelly on the practice squad, but yeah, that's, me too. That's mm-hmm. just me. If they go, if they go one running back there for sure. Um, otherwise, man, I, I think the first team should play well. Right, that'd be great. That we've seen not the preseason indicates much success in the regular season. We have been very privy to that for a long time, but. You know, you're watching some teams around the league. The first team offense is just march up and down the field, and defenses play pretty well. And I think we've seen the Browns defense play pretty well. I just would like to see the offense have a successful conversion down the football field and and score a touchdown. And you know, I'd like to see Watson completing some throws. You know, I don't know. Last time he got out and scrambled out of some chaos a couple times, and that's great. Everybody loves that. Down the field, but I would prefer some down the field throws. Yeah, that'd be great to see, in my opinion. So uh, we'll see if we get any of that.
2: I agree. Uh, I want to see him. You know, the the couple throws that he completed were kind of, uh, you know, designed around the line of scrimmage stuff. He made one good one uh, to the tight end, but um, I, I think that uh, I would like to see some stuff pushed down the field a little bit more, so we can see him kind of get comfortable in the pocket and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that'll be a, a big part of what we see from the offense that you think they stay pretty vanilla again jake like um as far as like showing what they're actually going to be as an offense do you think they've done that a little bit if they tip their hand at all or are we looking at like a, a, a kind of uh opening su- uh, a present or a surprise week one
1: I think there will be some surprises that happen week one. I I think that uh, some scheme wrinkles will come up, but they've shown the the formation stuff will be different, and I think the motion stuff will be different. But I don't think they're going to be, you know, wildly different schematically. The types of stuff they're doing in the pass block in the run game from the shotgun, I don't expect that to be very different. They've shown inside zone counter power. They'll they'll continue to do some of the pin pull stuff, um, but yeah, I don't I don't expect that to be all too crazy different at all. So, um, you know, but they'll do like I think they got a little speed option they've been doing in camp. They've got some different things that I think they can throw out. Put, put it that okay. way.
2: It's hard to it's hard to as, as I try to envision what this offense is going to look like week one. You know, your mind can go a couple different places, so it's interesting.
1: No doubt, no doubt. It should be it should be fun though. I think they uptick the blitzing a little bit last week. We'll see if they if they do that again this week, uh, yeah. keep, keep coming after the quarterback a little bit. So, all right. Anything else that uh, we should, uh, we should hit on before we head out of here.
2: No, no, sir. I'm good. Let's, uh, let's get this one. Uh, let's, let's get them out there, complete a couple of passes, put them in bubble wrap and get to week one. I'm ready. Let's get to week one. We will be back as an OBR
1: website with our post game coverage. Uh, so check that out. Uh, I think we're going to do it right after the game is the plan. To just get that knocked out before your Saturday nights. So if you are interested, stick uh, stick around the OBR Twitch channel at about four o'clock, and we'll cover thoughts from the post game reminder. Those post games for one o'clock kicks during the season will be an evening show, but since this is a Saturday and not a Sunday, we decided to just knock it out so everybody's evening is free before the chaos gets here, which is uh, which is not far away. So, <laughs> otherwise, uh, thanks to Brad, thanks to you guys for stopping by. Enjoy your Cleveland Browns against Kansas City Chiefs. And hopefully it's a preview of a, um, a game that is to come at some point later on that matters a whole heck of a lot. That'd be a lot of fun. So um, thanks for being here. Have a great Saturday morning whenever this podcast finds you. And Bill Browns.